Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hola, queridos oyentes. Bienvenidos al episodio 78. Welcome to episode 78 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. ¿Sabías que hay palabras españolas que vienen de África? Además, español es un idioma oficial de Guinea Ecuatorial, queda en la costa oeste de África. Hoy hablamos sobre los africanismos, palabras africanas que aparecen en el idioma de español. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Did you know there are Spanish words that come from Africa? Spanish is also an official language of Equatorial Guinea, located on the west coast of Africa. Today we talk about Africanisms, African words that appear in the Spanish language. Now you might actually be familiar with some of these words, but you may not have known that they actually have an African root to them. So we're going to review 15 quince palabras that actually come from Africa that appear in the Spanish language, many of which are pretty common and used in daily conversation. There are many reasons for this, one of them being the slave trade, which Spain was engaged in, as well as other European nations that actually took many Africans to South America and the Caribbean, even parts of North America, but mainly the Spanish influence exists uh, still today in the Caribbean and in parts of South America. So some of it's due to that. Some of it, as I've mentioned previously on the podcast, was there was a really dynamic relationship between Northern Africa and 
the country of Spain even prior to the transatlantic slave trade. So you have a situation where there were a lot of Northern Africans who were traveling back and forth to Spain and even a very long period of conquest from Northern Africa where a group called the Moors, which was a tribe of Muslims who had conquered a part of Spain for a time. So there's a lot of interaction there. Spain obviously is in close proximity to Africa and to the Mediterranean. There was trade, so there has been a lot of interaction with Spain and Africa. So that is the reason that you may find some of these words that are also common in African languages. So let's get to it. I'm going to share 15 words with you that actually come from Africa that you may or may not know in Spanish. Now the first one, numero uno, is bembe. Bembe. And this word is actually probably more commonly used in the Caribbean, especially in Puerto Rico, uh, but it's another way to say lips or labios in Spanish. Numero dos, number two is chévere. Chévere which is really common throughout the Spanish-speaking world, not just in the Caribbean uh, or in South America, but I think this is also pretty common in Spain. And it really just means cool, right? It's like, ah, cool, chévere. It's another way sometimes of saying like, está bien, like chévere, everything's good, todo bien. So that's also pretty common, but that word also comes from Africa. Número tres, number three, is zombie. Zombie, which in English is the word zombie, right? So we already know that one, and we already know what a zombie is, and it has the exact same meaning um, in Spanish as it has in English. You know, it's someone who uh, has died previously and somehow come in, come back from the dead, <laughs> and now they just eat brains or whatever, and everyone's, like here, everyone's really, um, or maybe in recent years, there was this big thing about the zombie apocalypse. It was like a big joke. There are a lot of zombie movies and, and series and things like that in pop culture. But anyway, uh, the word zombie, which is Z-O-M-B-I, uh, which made its way into English as zombie, um, both of those words actually have their root in Africa as well. It's believed that it has uh, some type of connotation with brujeria or witchcraft uh, when it originally came from Africa, but that word still has maintained pretty much the same meaning in Spanish as it has in African languages and English. Numero cuatro. Chango. Chango. And this is a word for a bird. So it's a black bird that's common in you know, warmer climate. So it's not something I think we usually would use here in the U.S., but uh, I believe it's also common in the Caribbean um, where they see this, this black bird. The word is also used to describe a person who's conceited, someone who is muy orgulloso, so someone who's very proud uh, or conceited. So that will also be used to refer to them as more of an adjective, like that person is chango. Numero cinco. Timba. Timba. And if you listen to salsa music or bachata, you should be familiar with timba, which is a type of drum or tambor. Uh, but that's another word that comes from Africa. Numero seis. Pachanga. Pachanga. And this means something like baile, like a, a dance or a fiesta. So it can be like a, a, a dance or a party. Uh, it also is a, its own musical genre, right? Like a lot of these words that tend to mean getting together and having fun tend to sort of transform into a specific type of 
of music um, that's associated with them. So pachanga is also a dance. Um, and I'll actually include a link in the show notes so you can see it. One of my favorite uh, dance companies, actually, Sentimiento Dance Company, has a really uh, cool pachanga routine so you can kind of see how it's danced. So I'll include that in the show notes so you can see how it is danced. But originally, the word came from Africa, and it was used to refer to a party or a dance. Numero siete, number seven. This is another word associated with music and dance. Merengue. Merengue. And this is specifically referring now to a type of dance and musical genre that comes from República Dominicana or Dominican Republic. So I'll also include a link in the show notes so that you can see some merengue dancing and also get to hear some music um, that is merengue as well. Numero ocho. Guineo, Guineo, and this is one word for banana, uh, and this is not uh, a platano like a plantain, uh, where you actually have to cook it to eat it, and they have a green variety that's more savory, and then there's the sweeter one as it becomes ripe, it turns yellow, and eventually a brownish yellow. And um, if you uh, cook that, it actually is sweeter, uh, but it has to be cooked, right? So that's the main difference between a platano and a Guineo. So in English, we call it banana, but there's many different varieties of banana, not only in Africa, but also in the Caribbean. So you might hear this word more commonly used in the Caribbean Spanish-speaking countries like Cuba, Dominican Republic, and Puerto Rico. But this word originally comes from Africa as well, guineo. Numero nueve, bachata. Bachata. And this is another form of music that has its origins in the Dominican Republic, but the word bachata itself actually also comes from Africa. And if you want to hear more about the musical genre of bachata, and you want to learn about the origins of, of it now, I mean, it's really, really popular. It's worldwide. The, the dancing for bachata is also very popular. If you want to hear more about that, go back and listen to episode 19. I had an interview with Carlos Cinta, and we talked all about bachata, its origins, the roots of the music, the, the characteristics of bachata music. And uh, Carlos actually uh, goes to dance festivals around the country talking about bachata. So he is an expert on the subject. So if you want to hear more about that, go back and listen to episode 19. But know that the word bachata itself actually comes from Africa. And not only is it referring to a type of music and a dance, but it also is used in other ways. So bachata can also mean a situation where there's diversión, like where people are having fun, they're making jokes, right? That they could be making a lot of noise. <laughs> so it's also kind of just used to refer to a group of people who is a little bit rowdy. And a way that you'll hear uh, the word bachata used, like um, imagine a situation where there's a classroom um, or maybe there's a parent and there's a group of, of younger people around and they're like goofing off and joking around. And the adult might say, dejen la bachata. Dejen la bachata, which is like, stop joking around, stop making all that noise. Numero diez, guarapo. Guarapo. So number 10 is referring to a type of drink. This is a jugo de caña de azúcar. So it's like sugar cane. It's a juice made from sugar cane. But this is also a word that comes from Africa. Uh, and the next few are also uh, related to food as well. So numero once, number 11 is mofongo. Mofongo. Which there's some controversy about this. Now the first time I had mofongo, I was in Puerto Rico. But... 
different countries will claim. I know Dominican Republic will claim Mofongo is Dominican. I just know I've had it in the Caribbean. I know it's amazing. And it's made with green plantains. Okay, platano verde. So this is not the guineo. This is the platano that you actually have to cook. Uh, and it's picado or it's like chopped up. And then it's fried. And then it's sort of used to make, so it looks kind of like a, I don't know, almost like an ice cream scoop, right? Like it's like a little a little dome shape, right? Pile of like mashed and fried plantain. A lot of times it has like some meat in it, like some like little strips of bacon or some type of pork, or it can be stuffed with something like shrimp, camarones, different types of seafood as well. So it's it's a really typical dish that you'll find in the Caribbean, um, and plantains are really, really heavy, so it is a really filling dish that will kind of stick to your ribs, as they say. But that word mofongo also comes from Africa. Numero 12, number 12, is funche. Funche. And this is a type of comida, so another type of food. Hecha con harina de maíz. So it's made with this sort of uh, cornmeal or like a corn flour, right? And the best way to describe it, it's sort of like a type of cornbread. That might be the most common thing that we would associate it with, but it's a specific dish. Uh, a lot of uh, food that came from Africa also made its way to the Caribbean and to South America with the Africans who uh, were forced to migrate there. <laughs> I want to say that they, they immigrated uh, because it was not really their choice. Uh, but a lot of the Africans that came to the West in the slave trade brought a lot of their traditions and food with them. And this is one of those things. It's sort of like I said, like kind of like a cornbread um, and it's called funche. But this is another Africanismo that's made it to uh, the Spanish-speaking Caribbean, uh, especially uh, that came from Africa. Numero 13, number 13 is another food, malanga. Malanga. Uh, and it's really a tuber kind of uh, vegetable. Uh, it's actually much bigger than, I guess you would think, a, a regular like a potato or a yam. So I guess the best way to think it's in that family of, of tubers. So it looks sort of like yucca. That's sort of like a, it's kind of like brown on the outside, but it's white on the inside. And it's really, really hard. You have to like cut it and you need like a really big knife <laughs> to really cut it. But once you cook it, it, it really does soften up. Um, but and that's something else that you just cannot eat raw. And, ac and actually cassava is, is poisonous um, if you don't cook it properly. So anyway, malanga is in that same family. Um, the closest thing I can tell you, it looks like yucca or cassava if you've ever seen that, but it has sort of like a brown outer shell. And the only difference really between uh, malanga and sort of um, and yucca is that, like I said, it's bigger, and you'll also see in the white part in the center, it kind of looks like it has like these purple sort of specks on the inside. So it's a really specific type of, of, uh, of starchy uh, vegetable that you'll only probably find in Africa and the Caribbean, probably parts of South America as well. Um, but malanga, another Africanismo. And um, I will actually include for all these foods that we don't have <laughs> a word for in English, I will include it in the show notes as well. So if you go to learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 78, that's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 78, I will include pictures of all these in the show notes so that you can see what they are. And I'll also include a really interesting video that I found that sort of breaks down some of these words. The video is all in Spanish. Uh, it was actually made by a university in Puerto Rico. And they also have another uh, full list of words, more than the 15 that I'm going through with you today. So I have a link to this dictionary where they really trace some of the Africanismos that they use there. Uh, but yeah, but I'll include the pictures there so you can see what this malanga looks like, but it's a, a tuber. Numero 14, number 14, so we're almost at the end is llame, llame. 
And this is actually very much like it sounds in English. It's a yam. And last is numero quince. Number 15 is bilongo. Bilongo. And I'm actually going to explain this by telling you about a song. So this is a great salsa song. So this is Learn Spanish Con Salsa. So we have to tie in some salsa music to this to this topic. There's actually a song called Bilongo, and it's by Ismael Rivera. Uh, he is a very um, popular, more of like a classic salsa artist. But he's Afro-Latino, and he has a song called Bilongo. And again, I will include a link in the show notes as well, so you can actually hear the song. It's a really catchy song. So I'm going to give you some of the lyrics of the song and then I'll tell you what bilongo means and maybe you'll kind of get a feel for it uh, from, from hearing the song. And this song also has a lot of Africanismos as well. So there's a lot of words that come from Africa that are in the lyrics to the song bilongo. So he starts out by saying, Yo estoy tan enamorado de la negra Tomasa. Yo estoy tan enamorado de la negra Tomasa. So I'm so in love with this black woman, Tomasa. Then he says, Que cuando se va de casa, que triste me pongo. Que cuando se va de casa, que triste me pongo. That when she leaves the house, it makes me so sad. This que cuando se va, that se va, comes from the verb irse. So it's conjugated for a third person because he's talking about Tomasa. So cuando Tomasa se va de casa, so when she leaves from the house, she leaves home. Que triste me pongo. So in this case, que triste is like, oh, how sad, right? So this que is not what, uh, it's not that. This que is sort of like a, an expression where he's saying, oh, how sad it makes me, right? Oh, que triste. And that me pongo is literally, it puts me, right? So it puts him in the sad mood. You can think of it that way. Because uh, pongo is the first person coming from the verb poner, to put, all right? So it's an irregular verb. So that first person is pongo. So me pongo triste. Me pongo feliz, right? It makes me happy. So that's a, n- another way the verb poner is used in expressions. Okay, and then he says, enamorado, 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 yo estoy de la negra Tomasa. So again, he's just saying, you know, enamorado de ella okay so he is in love with her and then he says again que cuando se va de casa pero que triste me pongo and he says ay 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 and he goes mira que esa negra linda camara mira me dio bilongo so there's our africanismo the word bilongo so he says mira que esa negra linda camara mira me dio bilongo so, mira is like, look, right? So, look at this or check this out. Mira que esa li- negra linda. So, look, this beautiful black woman. Camara. So, this camara is another shortened word. It's camarada, which is more like a comrade or amigo, like friend. So, someone that you, that you have confidence in, right? Someone that you trust in. So, he's just kind of saying this as an expression. Camara. Then he says, mira, me dio bilongo. Like, look. She gives me bilongo, okay? So what is bilongo? All right, so in this case, bilongo can also be translated as something like brujeria, which is like witchcraft or like a spell, uh, putting a spell on someone. So he's saying medio bilongo. So like she put something on me, right? She <laughs> She's making me go crazy, right? Because I'm so in love with her. Then he says, esa negra santa camara medio bilongo. So 
Esa negra santa camara. So santa is uh, the feminine form of santo, which is saint. So someone who's holy or divine. So again, he's talking about the effect that this woman Tomasa has had on him. So esa negra, that black woman, santa camara. Like she is like out of this world. She is like an angel. She's from somewhere else. And she has put this spell on me. Medio bilongo. Again, there's more lyrics to the song. I will include those in the show notes as well so you can hear the song and also follow along. I just want to mention one more thing that actually comes from this song. And, and you can sort of consider this an Africanismo, although it also is sort of a Spanglish term. It has a really interesting uh, meaning. So you'll hear this in the chorus of the song, Bilongo. Uh, he says, Kikiribu Mandinga. This is like over and over again. Kikiribu Mandinga. Kikiribu Mandinga. Uh, and it actually has its origins in Cuban history. So I will, again, I will include a link if you want to get uh, more into the details in the show notes page, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 78. So you can sort of read up on this uh, part of Cuban history. But essentially where it comes from is where it's said to come from is there was a, obviously, um, as I've mentioned before, some of the relationship between Spain and Africa was part of the slave trade. And there were slaves who were taken to the island of Cuba. Uh, and there was a war, I think it was the Seven Year War, uh, that took place in in Cuba. And in any case, during the, the transport of slaves over to the quote-unquote New World, uh, you know, many people unfortunately would die in transport because conditions for slaves were really, really poor. Uh, so if you're on a ship and you were being brought over, you know, you just didn't have great conditions. So a lot of people died on board. And what they would do is order that another one of, of the Africans that, who was brought on board would actually kick overboard the, the dead um, Africans, the ones who died in the journey in the Middle Passage. Uh, the command that they would give, and this is again part of the folklore of the story, is they would say, you know, kick him overboard, kick his butt. So this kikiribu is sort of like the way that the slaves who came over interpreted or, or tried to um, kind of repeat what the Europeans were saying. But they were saying kick his butt, right? Kick his butt, mandinga. So kick him overboard, mandinga. And so this term kikiribu mandinga has become associated with like dying or like I, I think it was like kicking the bucket or anything related to death or dying in Cuban culture. But it also is, is associated with sort of a crazy situation, something that's, I don't know, almost unbelievable, but just something that's like out of the ordinary, something that's like kind of crazy. So in this context, in this song, I think of it more of this way. He's kind of just saying over and over again, kikiribu mandinga, like this is crazy, right? This woman has me out of my mind. I'm, I'm so you know, enamored with her. She's beautiful. She's like a saint. So I would take it in this context in the song, but you might also hear the term in other Cuban music and also Kikiribu Mandinga, just to kind of mean, you know, talking about uh, something related to death. Um, now the term Mandinga, which if you know anything about Africa, you know, there's a tribe, it's the name of a tribe. So Mandinga was actually just used as shorthand to refer to any African by the Europeans because they just kind of thought everyone was from the same tribe or, or it was just, they didn't care, right? It was just like, okay, you're Mandinga. The, the idea is that um, Mandinga, which used to refer to black people and this Kikiribu was like sort of an Africanismo that came from like Europeans saying, kick his butt Mandingo. And they would kind of say, oh, Kikiribu. So this song repeats that over and over again. So definitely enjoy the song Bilongo. And just to recap, the Africanismos that we talked about today 
15 Africanismos in el idioma de español. So 15 Africanisms in the Spanish language are numero uno, bembe, labios or lips. Dos, chévere, cool. Tres, zombie, which is a zombie. Cuatro, chango, a black bird or conceited person. Cinco, timba, a drum. Seis, pachanga, a fiesta or baile. Siete, merengue, another type of dance and music. Ocho, guineo, which is a banana. Nueve, bachata, un tipo de música de República Dominicana. Y también um, personas riendo, haciendo chistes, bromeando. Número diez, guarapo, which is a type of juice made from sugar cane. Número once, mofongo, which is a fried and mashed sort of plantain dish in the Caribbean. Uh, doce is funche, just sort of a cornbread. Trece, malanga, which is a tuber or a root vegetable. Catorce, ñame, which is a yam. Y quince, bilongo, so sort of like witchcraft or putting a spell on someone. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Next week, we will be talking about a series that I have been asked about and has come up many times in our Facebook group. It is the series Celia. So there was a telenovela about Celia Cruz. So I'll be getting into the Cuban Spanish that appears in the series Celia. So it's a really great series. If you haven't seen it, I recommend that you check it out on Telemundo. Uh, but yes, I will be talking about Celia Cruz and Cuban Spanish in El Próximo Episodio. So make sure you tune in next week for our next episode. And como siempre, espero que este episodio ha servido para llevarte un paso más cerca en tu camino a convertirte en una persona bilingüe. As always, I hope this episode has helped you go one step closer in your journey to becoming bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.